I stopped doing um like cold opens because I just couldn't be bothered to find something funny that we'd said before we started the show. <laughs> yeah. So, starting with the music, but I'm gonna say this now and use this as a cold open. Okay. Hi everyone, welcome to Hating with Josh and Allie. Hi. I wonder how long you could keep that going for. If there's a world record for like the longest high. Well, if there's any hey. time that I would want to get into the Guinness Book of Records, it would be for an Alaska it, high. It, I, right. I think I really think maybe we should make like, an, like a world book of records, but for drag things. Yeah. Could do that. Tallest heel while doing high yeah. with the tallest wig. <laughs> Tightest talk, meatiest talk. <laughs> We got we got something on our hands here. Um, yeah. Welcome to the show for episode eleven. Um, if anyone is out there still listening, we like super appreciate you. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> all two of you, so great. We love it. Uh, I'm Allie, and that's Josh, and we're here to talk to you about RuPaul's Drag Race and all things pop culture. Although I think this week we're Gonna be a lot of RuPaul's Drag Racing, yeah. so if you're tuning in for the pop culture part, maybe just skip it. Maybe <laughs> skip this week if you're. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of RuPaul this week, but there's been so much drama. So. So much drama. We I can't wait. To... Which is hilarious because earlier in the week, you and I were talking about how little drama there is on this season, wow. and I mean there is because yeah. that's not the drama we're talking about. No. Right? Yeah. But... This is um. Yes, we'll get into that a little later. But before we do. What did you think of this week's episode? This week's episode, I was happy that the person who went home went home. Why am I saying that like I'm worried I'm going to spoil things? Yeah. I'm worried. I'm so happy that Alexis Michelle went home because fucking hell. I mean, okay, if anyone is listening to this, even if I wasn't so lazy, I'd go do it myself. Go back to season one, to, to season one, fuck, to episode one <laughs> of our show, yeah. um, to even the mini episode, and you will hear me. I reckon it at least up to about episode four. Mm. You will hear me be like, I love Alexis. I know. I get what you're saying, but I love her. I think she's great, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Holy fuck, though. The last few episodes, I've just been like, she needs to leave. The fact that she didn't leave last week killed me, so I'm so happy she's gone. Yeah, I've been wanting her to leave um, for quite a few weeks, um, ever since... Uh, that fur runway um, episode, yeah, uh, where she was pretty much blaming other people for her own outfit looking bad. I think that's and when I realized, like, ooh, yeah. yeah, she's not, she's not nice. And she said that same thing again this week. So they're all standing on the runway, and it's like they're obviously going to get asked that question: Who do you think should go home? Yeah. And the two girls, Trinity and Shay, were like, "I think Alexis should go home." And in her little cutaway. Alexis was like, oh, it's so interesting that they say that I'm not polished or like my outfit wasn't looking good because it's not like they said anything to me in the workroom about it, those shady bitches. Uh, like, it's not shady. Uh. It's not shady. They're doing their own thing. You had to make three fucking outfits this week. No one has time to turn around to you and go, hmm. Really, Alexis, do you think that's... Do you want me to help you? Do you think that's a good way uh, to do it? Like, what yeah. is she expecting? It's a competition as well. And I will note... That in Untucked, she um, had a dig at them, saying that she didn't think that any of their outfits were high fashion at all. Like, oh. excuse me, she had a corset and a tablecloth that she tied around her waist. And that 
goddamn rainbow outfit. That was. was... <laughs> oh. Again, she, she has a lack of imagination and also a, a real lack of taste. She does not have good taste at all. I think you like her taste. Um, it's sort of like when Shakira was in her heyday. Um, I think like that's the kind of era she's a little stuck in. in. Early two thousands. Yeah, because like, if she yeah. came out of the runway with that in season one, I think you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. But like, no, it's like she's she just didn't reach where the bar is, and it's really her own fault because she's just so in her own head. And who cares if no one gave her feedback in the workroom? That's like that's not their problem. It's literally and people have been. The judges have been giving you feedback on the runway this entire time. Yeah, they've been calling her basic since day one. Yeah. Yeah, I, that outfit, that um, Native American inspired, <laughs> inspired yeah. in air quotes outfit, was, it's very, like, mean girls. Like, it just reminds me of 2003. <laughs> like, yeah, it totally is. Uh, my favorite part is when Michelle was reading it saying it was underwhelming. And she's like, yeah, I went blind stoning these. It's like, yeah, it's still underwhelming. Yeah, I love Michelle for that reason. She's just like, yep, good for you. It's but still... I don't get why she didn't it, go yeah. bigger. Like, did she not see what Shea Coulee was wearing? Like, just go big. I think it, in doubt, just put more on. More, 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 big. That's, you know, disguise yeah, the fact that you're not thing. a good seller. Like, just go... Yeah. I, would rather, I would rather go over the top and be red for going too far than be like, oh, come on. Come on. You know, right? I Like, she that. didn't even have like a big wig or anything like no. that particularly when she had that bow and arrow thing in her head Shake and go. Look... yeah that would have looked way better <laughs> nestled in like a big beautiful wig like a mohawk and like and i just i know the whole thing like and you know she said she spent her whole time stoning it and it's like firstly i wouldn't really call it stoning it because there were beads and like you know, whatever but yeah it's like she already painted the corset like paint the corset and then do something else yeah, like don't spend your time just embellishing it because it doesn't add anything. I think from a distance it. as well, it wouldn't have even looked like anything. No, exactly. And I, I will, totally didn't. I will also pick up. And there's memes going around about this. How in the puppet mini challenge they had, or uh, yeah. more like a mini exercise. Um, who had her? I can't remember who it was. But anyway, they dressed her in a turquoise outfit. She's like, I would never wear that yeah. color. And then like jump cuts of her coming around like. And it's nice turquoise, uh, by the way, she said it the wrong way. And, uh, yeah, this just goes to her. She has a real lack of perception. Can we just do a really quick divert into saying things the wrong way? Shea mm-hmm. Coulee cannot pronounce aesthetic properly. Aesthetic. She, she says aesthetic, like she pronounces the T really hard. And I don't know if it's like an American thing or she just doesn't know how to pronounce it. But, oh, yeah. my God, it's happened so many times. <clears throat> um, yeah. So Alexis's other outfits too were, yeah, the rainbow thing was just, oh, kill me. And then even the unicorn. Yeah. It was like flesh-colored <laughs> bodysuit. What are you doing? Very bad. I don't know. And then and then you got to the lip sync. So it was oh, her and Peppermint. And we've seen Peppermint lip sync once before, and we know she can pull it out. Mm. And Peppermint pulled it out again. It wasn't quite as hilarious or as amazing as it was the first time because you're ex- kind of expecting it from yeah. her, but it was still great oh yeah absolutely and i yeah but i felt like alexis just gave up like halfway through it's like halfway through she was just like okay i'm not gonna win this just going through the motions <laughs> um, well that seems to be the trend this season um Doesn't also it? the other trend this season that i don't like is that sasha velour is consistently robbed 
And I think this week, oh. I was no exception. I think her looks were all just totally unique. And just things that I would never have thought of, like her unicorn look, how she went to this sort of medieval um, tapestry sort of aesthetic. Yeah. Like, that was just so out of left field. I, it was insane. Yeah, as was her, um, yeah. all her looks. Her rainbow look was so well thought out. How like, every... She had a goddamn <clears throat> fucking house on her head. Why do you think oh she's my not God. winning these challenges? Like, she's clearly I, the best. I, yeah. I don't know. I think that it's what whoever that judge was who was the model, you know, when she gave that feedback and she was like, I don't come on Drag Race to see something that I could see on a runway. It's like, what the fuck are you even talking about? That is just terrible goddamn feedback. It's like, that's someone who thinks that drag is just one thing, you know? Drag is this one thing and it's over the top and it's, you know, giant hair and ridiculous makeup and all that stuff and that's drag to me and that's what I want to see. It's like, drag can be so many other things but i i feel that that's yeah. why sasha keeps not winning because people are a bit like oh you're not really drag you're like art which she is but that's not yeah. a bad thing no absolutely not i don't think that's an insult whatsoever uh, if not it's more of a compliment and there was that really interesting yeah. article that was kind of a riff at alexis um and the title was you know drag is more than liza and whatever it was and it was about sasha yeah. Velour. Uh, and I think she's incredibly interesting. She's someone that I really look up to as well because she pushes um, every sort of boundary. She pushes visual boundaries. She pushes makeup boundaries. Like everything that she does is just really inspiring. And I think, I think we had this conversation last week um, about how we don't really think that anyone besides her is really pushing drag forward. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think she she definitely is, and also she's blossomed so much throughout the series and she was already at a very high standard um in different things like she was not very confident with being funny and then she mm-hmm. twice should have won uh those challenges yes. the snatch game and the roast which she was hilarious she's so, been absolutely hilarious and now that she knows that she can be funny and relying on her smarts and her wits is not a bad thing yeah i almost feel like when she started you know, people were, like, making fun of her for being smart. Like, for some reason, being a drag queen, you shouldn't be smart. Right. And she's gotten to a point now where she knows that that's not something to, like, really be ashamed of. It's not something that people should be making fun of. Like, if you can use it... Like, Bianca Del Rio is an incredibly quick-witted, wonderfully brilliant, smart person. Yeah. But because it manifested in shady insults not even like shady just straight to your face like <laughs> insults it you know it somehow brought it into drag whereas yeah. Sasha's uh jokes and her insults and her reads are so highbrow that just because some other people might not get them therefore somehow that's a bad thing but isn't that like, you know the downfall of people who don't get it like it says nothing it's, it's, it, yeah. it reflects in no way about Sasha Velour. I remember um, yeah. In season five, when people were getting ready for the snatch game, and Jinx did little Edie, like, look that, hey, what, eh. Like, that's their downfall. If you're an idiot, that's your problem. Well, that's exactly it. Yeah, if you don't get it, like, and that's, but that's the strange thing about this world and this competition. In any other walk of life, if you were to make a joke about someone or whatever it is, and that other person didn't get it, 
then that's on them. That's them being an idiot. That's them not being smart enough, you know. Yeah. But for some reason, in at least this <clears> season of Drag Race, <throat> I don't know if, if it's a wider thing in the drag community, but it definitely seems like it's, yeah, for whatever reason, like, quote, unquote, not good to be smart. Yeah, um, I think that's sort of like a thing in the drag community as well. I don't know if it's not a good thing, but I think there are two kinds of drag queens. There are the cerebral uh, drag queens who maybe have a performance or art background, and then there's the other half that just started dressing up for their friends one day and it got a bit out of hand. Uh, And I've talked about these uh, kinds of drag queens before. But when I think about Melbourne, I won't name names in case it gets back to people, but there are some... Um, queens in Melbourne, or one in particular who I don't really, I just don't see it. Like, I don't see why people like her. Yeah, I, I, I won't go any further because I don't be <laughs> naming this person. I want to be friends with everyone. But yeah, I, I think like that those are the two kinds of queens. And then you have other kind of queens in Melbourne, uh, someone like James Andrews, who I think is incredibly talented. He would be more of a Sasha Velour type that uses projection in a very interesting kind of way. And, you know, it, dance is used in a very um, avant-garde way and that's to convey a meaning other than I'm pretty and I'm like <laughs> so I think those are the two kinds of queens that really are and I think in this competition there are sort of grey areas I think Shakily I still have not clicked with uh, yeah. but I think someone like Kamora Black would be more like the other queen I was trying to describe yeah but at least I get what you're saying, though, because even with Kamara Black, though, like, yes, I get, you know, you're, you've got, it's like, it's, you're one note in that situation, yeah. right? But is that, I, at least I did connect with Kamara more than I do with Shay still. Like, I don't know what, like, Shay's just like a nice person and that's it. Yeah. And I it's like, she, okay, but what else is there? Shay doesn't particularly excel at anything for me and she doesn't really push drag forward. Um, I, mean, I guess she's very competent. Uh, like she's never, never, you know, been like, uh, she's atrocious at this challenge. Um, but yeah, I think that in itself doesn't make her that interesting. Like even Jinx Monsoon had a massive fail. Yeah, that um, that uh, flannel patchwork cape thing that yeah. she did this week I, was actually amazing, though. Oh yeah, totally. not. I don't think that that should have pushed her over the line, considering what Sasha constructed um, for her. Who did she have? The cowboy. Yeah. Um, but it, that like, yeah, the patchwork was pretty amazing. It was, it was more amazing. Not the fact that she could sew it, but it was innovative, which was the same as Sasha's, you know, it was, and it's exactly what Alexis didn't get. But also it was I, I, innovative. I agree with Michelle's read of her first outfit, which I thought would have lost her the challenge. Uh, when it wasn't rainbow, it was yeah, it was it like you put rainbow. all the colors of rainbow into a pot and you stir it up. So it, yeah. I I kind of get that she wanted to do something different, which was great, but it needed to be more rather than being like off theme and uh, standard. I don't mean standard in a bad way. I, I just mean like it should have been on theme and more over the top as opposed to. At a standard level and off theme. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I loved um, Peppermint's rainbow outfit. Like, it was very standard, just like what you'd wear to Mardi Gras yeah. if you were, like, you know, head of a float or something. Yeah. Not just, like, walking on the street. But I loved it. I really thought that was great. I also loved Trinity's rainbow one, but obviously it wasn't mm. big enough or exciting enough. But yeah. 
it's cute for like kinky club wear. Yeah, I think so. And then, who? Are, what else did they wear? I mean, Peppermint's um, leather outfit was great, but it, I mean, it's easy. Like you chose the leather dude, and you wear leather, and like you're going to be a dominatrix. Like, there's not a lot of places you can go with that. Yeah. How many village people were there? Were there five? Yeah. There was originally six. Okay. But I'm pretty sure they're only known as five. And I cannot remember what the sixth person was. Let me Google it. Because um, now I really want to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trinity's looks were kind of middle of the road uh, for me this week. Even though I did like her police woman or police man, police woman. Yeah. It was like a big well. like, kind of Robocop situation. Yeah. I mean, I think that was good. Um, but I'm very happy... I think this is the first time ever that you act through all the seasons where I've liked everyone in the top four. Uh, and I think yeah. three of them could win. I think Trinity could win. I think Shay could win. I think Sasha could win. Uh, and that's the first time as well that I've been like, I don't know. It could be, I don't know. Where each one's like, oh, it's going to be Alaska. Or like, oh, it's going to yeah. be Bianca. Um, it's, it's the first yeah. time where it hasn't been totally clear where I don't know what's going to happen. I still think it will be Trinity. I won't be surprised if it's Shay. I would yeah. love it to be Sasha, yeah. but I will be surprised if it's her. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be Peppermint. So, the, no, I don't think it'll be Peppermint either. No. Um, not that I don't love her, because I do, but I just don't think it'll be her. Um, yeah. The sixth village person was an army man. Oh, that would have been good. But again, I think that's been done a little bit. Um, and that, like, What else can you do besides have that sort of camo cape? The village people are so weird when you think about it. Like, this is a group of men who sing, like, super gay campy songs. And I assume that their whole, uh, like, um, personas were meant to represent, I don't know, like, a slice of American life in each of them. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, and it's not weird to have a persona, like, in manufactured groups. Like, Spice Girls did it, you know, yeah. all through up until whatever. Everyone does it, even if it's not really implicit, like the um village people are but you've got like a policeman a construction worker someone in the army a cowboy a native american those are all pretty standard american things right and then you just have a guy who dresses in leather like that's just the weirdest thing yeah that is a little bit strange like i've never really considered that but also i think that's really a nod to camp culture as well because I, i don't really know what their fan base was like um, whenever they're around. Have you ever seen that awful movie, You Can't Stop the Music? No, the, the I never saw it. It's so bad. It's really, really bad. I can't remember how I came to watch this. I think I was, like, forced to watch it. Maybe it's school, which is kind of strange, because I didn't think, I didn't think that going to a Catholic high school that would make you watch You Can't Stop the Music. But, yeah, no, we did. It was really very odd. Do you think that... Um... I mean, so I think they were, well, Wikipedia's telling me the group was, like, founded in 77. Were they always meant to be, like, gay icons or was there a time sort of like with Elton John where people thought they were just, like, campy and fun but still straight? I don't know. I think maybe the latter, I want to say. But I think everyone kind of knew at the back of their minds. Like, mm, yeah. Yeah. Obviously it's very It's like a gay. Liberace thing. It's like, yeah, no one really ever thought he was straight, but we'll just never talk about it. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Speaking of the Native American character, did you see that some people were a little offended that Alexis Michelle chose to do the Native American character? Well, I, I, I thought whoever ended up with that was going to be awkward because none of them are Native American. Um, mm-hmm. As far as I know, there might be people who have a percentage of that. Yeah. Um, in their blood so i i was always like this is going to be tricky because you know if she did do a big full-on headdress even though that's what the village people wore mm-hmm. in 2017 it's kind of not okay yeah um but i don't know like it's a challenge that you're given i think you could have pushed the boundaries way more even if you were bordering on cultural appropriation because of the context that you're in yeah i think so but also like i i don't know i'm in two minds about this kind of thing, um, and it may be you know rich for me to say this as well. But I remember, and no, not not defending this particular person because we have bagged her out a fair amount in the last few weeks. But Katy Perry, a few years yeah. ago, do you remember when she did that performance, the unconditional, um, at the I can't remember whatever the award ceremony was, and she had like a geisha outfit. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she got a bit of backlash for that as well because people thought it was cultural appropriation. And her response, she was quite defensive. And she said, like, why do we have to like, just stay in our own lanes? Like, we can't even appreciate another culture or whatever. Um, so, I don't know. I think if something's done tastefully and it is a tribute, uh, then I I don't know. I guess it just comes down to common sense and good taste. Like, if you're going to do something like yeah. that, just, just do it very tastefully. Alexis did it terribly, like, (laughs) so I'm not defending her at all, but yeah, I think I'm in two minds about certain... I I get what you're saying, it's a a difficult topic, and I think, you know, back when Madonna was wearing her geisha outfit, it's, I'm not saying that it's okay, but it was a different time, you know, we weren't having these conversations about cultural appropriation. In a time that we are having the conversations about it, you really need to think harder about what you're doing, particularly when you're a famous person. Yeah. But this actually ties in really well to something that I've always been meaning to talk about on this podcast, but it was a little difficult to bring up because it's turning into a bit of a serious topic. But I read this really interesting article months ago now, and I've never been able to find it again, which is really annoying. That basically um, was talking about why white people shouldn't use, um, what is called AAVE, or I don't know if it's like you pronounce it like AVE. I doubt it. It's a, like because capital is AAVE, which is African American Vernacular English. Okay. And a lot of words that we use that particularly the gay community use, apparently that I always thought originated in the gay community, actually originated in the black community. Um, yeah. Things like tea and shade and getting more mainstream like and blah 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 right and it was this really interesting article about how white people shouldn't speak like that i'm, I'm not going to be able to say this as eloquently as the article put it but it's basically white people shouldn't use those words because when we use it um everyone thinks it's like cool and trendy and oh you're so up to date like you know you're like doing all this sort of stuff but when um black people african-american people uh use those words they're viewed as thugs and as ghetto and it has all these negative connotations coming out of their mouth it's like the same as like mm. having big like botox lips now or like doing the braids or like big hoop yeah like these are things that the black community owned yeah and 
were always looked down upon for, but suddenly Kylie Jenner does it and everyone's yeah. like, oh my God, you're so fashion forward, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, just to go back to like the tea and the shade, etc. Yeah. I don't think too many heterosexual black people talk about tea and shade. Um, so I think they're words that are well and truly in gay culture. Anyway, way back to Paris is burning times. So I mm. think that we're, we definitely own those words or we share those words. Um, mm. So, yeah, I think specifically I think they're fine because they're in our culture enough to, to be able to use them and not be offensive. Um, but, yeah, I get what you're saying in a broader sense. But also that just comes yeah. down to sensitivity and bad taste as yes. well. Like, I think that's just it. It's all about sensitivity. And it's, like, not saying that, oh, you shouldn't be – I mean, yeah, the article is saying, like, you shouldn't mm-hmm. be saying these things or wearing these things. But it's more about if you're going to do it, understand what that means. Yeah. You know. I don't know, though, about the language. Yeah, obviously I'm – not a gay man nor am i black so i don't know where it originated but yeah that article i wish i could remember some more examples of words but stuff that i honest to god thought was like purely originated in um the gay community and to more than that in the white gay community because i mean that's mostly what i have the most contact with um i remember months ago a friend of mine uh she got a message from a friend of hers and her friend is this like 40 something year old man and he messaged her, it was, this was like a solid year ago now, yeah. and he was like, what are all these words that the kids are saying, like tea and shade and like to like clock someone and all like this sort of stuff. Yeah. And she, I was with her when she got that message and um, she was like, oh, you know, like, do you know the kids are like saying this stuff now? And I was like, because she thought it came from like Tumblr or like the internet or something. And I was like, ah, no, that's like from like drag queens. That's like yeah. the gay community. That's their language. And then I was like, oh. Maybe it even goes further back than that. And like, I don't even know. So that being said, I'm like, I like to read things and open my mind, but I'm really too lazy to like look into the origins of every single word that I start using. Fair enough. That was my little political rant for this evening. Enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's very interesting. We could definitely go into that um, a lot deeper. Um, But yeah, I think I would need to do a little bit more reading up and come prepared uh, for some of these origins before I make outrageous claims. Yes, totally. Well, that and that's the thing. You know, like, I don't, I can't comment on it more than the articles that I've read. And as with anything, you read something, you digest any kind of media, it's going to be biased in one way or another. Like there is exactly. no, yeah, there is no purely object, um, subjective media. Objective, well, objective. I'm media. sure um, Rebel Wilson doesn't think so. <laughs> Oh my god, jeez. Okay, we'll just like segue straight into this. Um, yeah. Not that this was what our pop culture was going to be for this week, but <laughs> holy shit, that whole thing is insane. Yeah. Like, okay, so for anyone who hasn't heard, Rebel Wilson, not her real name. Fucking surprise. <laughs> who thought that Rebel Wilson was her goddamn real name? I thought that it was her um, real name. I thought that came out that it was her real name. No, she just said that every, her real name is like fucking Sarah or Sally or something. Ah, I'm Googling this now. Here we go. <laughs> Everyone's oh, just... Oh, it's she, Renee. <laughs> Renee, there you go. Like, it's no, no, it, is, it says Rebel. Rebel Melanie. No, but she either changed it or she's going to... Oh, hang on. Born. Born yeah. Melanie Elizabeth Bones. There you go, yeah. She... Mm. I remember so vividly there's this one interview, I'm pretty sure it's with Ellen, 
and she says, oh, yeah, my name's Rebel, and my sister and her brother also had – she said that their names were – she said one of them was Anarchy and one of them was something else crazy yeah. as well. But the thing is, it's like – so basically there's that, and then someone published an article saying that she was, you know, I think 37 when she was going around telling people she was like 27, whatever. She's a lot <laughs> older than what she's saying. Yeah, she's um, 37 according to Wikipedia. Who gives a yeah. I like what I don't understand is okay, the age thing I kind of understand because a few years ago there was a thing where like some older um excuse me, Hollywood actresses um tried to petition to make it illegal to publish their ages on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Um because you know there is an ageism issue in Hollywood and a lot of older women are not getting uh the roles they deserve just because they might be over 45, whatever it is. Like I understand that part. What I don't understand is Rebel Wilson suing a magazine for saying that she made up this like crazy persona. It's like you're a goddamn actress. Of course you're going to make shit up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's like really offended about quite a few things in the article. But I think it, it comes down to some like nitty gritty stuff. But what I don't know is like why she's claiming that it ruined her career. Unless she was like fired from different movies or whatever. Well, so she got fired from one recently, but it was more of a result of her going through this trial, not from before. And that's the only one I've heard that she's been fired from. Like, maybe. You know, the the silly thing is, though, she's not not getting parts anymore because, oh, my God, she's 37. She's not getting yeah. parts because she plays one character and that's we saw exactly it in every it. other movie for three years straight. Yeah, I'm looking at her filmography now. Um, let's start with Fat Pizza, um, all the way down to Pitch Perfect, uh, Pitch Perfect 2, How to Be Single, Grimsby, Pitch Perfect 3, I'm assuming, is as well. It's the exact same character, that sort of crass, sex-obsessed fat chick. She's trash, a funny fat chick, in most of the stuff she keeps her Australian accent, in Bridesmaids, she was English. Well, she still did an Australian accent. There was that one terrible movie um, that I fucking hated. It was so bad. What was it? She was getting married and Kirsten Dunst was her bridesmaid. Oh, um, um, A Few Best Men or The Bachelorette? The Bachelorette. And she she was trying to do an American accent in that and she was so bad. And I think that's the only movie I've seen her in where she doesn't play like a fucking bogan slob. She plays this whole, like, she tries to be innocent, like, oh, everyone says that he'll never love me because I'm fat, blah, blah, blah. But it was a terrible movie and everyone in it was super unlikable. So they're not going to recast her in something like that. No, exactly not. Um, she's, yeah, I'm not a fan of Robert Wilson at all. So I want to see how this no. trial turns out. Did we already talk about this? I feel like now I'm saying yeah, the same thing. Yeah, um, yeah, I feel like we're going a bit deja vu. Speaking of some tired um, shticks yeah. or drag queens, yes. let's talk about the drama, which is pretty much akin to World War Three, um, <laughs> of the season, season two queens going at it, hammer and tong, on for young and old. Oh, I'm so into it, but honestly, so... I, season two was before I was super, well, yes, it took place before I was super into the show and yeah. I've only watched it once and gone back and watched it. 
and I'm really thinking of going back and watching it again now. So Wow, I actually went back and watched it this week. Did you? <laughs> and um, yeah, it's really entertaining. I miss the bitchiness. Like, this is definitely the bitchiest right. season. So um, let's start at the beginning. Um, yes, give so, us so a full you, Those of you who haven't watched the news this week, because it was pretty much on CNN, and <laughs> all the major networks were talking about this the whole week, the um, Tyra Sanchez, Tatiana, Morgan McMichael beef. But back to 2010, when season mm, two was airing, them. pretty much all the girls hated Tyra Sanchez. And, you know, understandable, mm. because she's pretty crap. But more so they didn't like her because she was really annoying. Like, she used to sing in the workroom. They'd ask her to stop and she just wouldn't. Like, she'd, like, hot glue things to her skin and then make a lot of noise. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you hot gluing stuff to your actual skin? And um, there's a very famous challenge where they had to revamp an ugly wedding dress. And Tatiana pretty much called out uh, Tyra on the runway, because Rue asked, is there anything that we're seeing backstage that we're not seeing on the stage? And Tatiana was like, yeah, Tyra's a fucking bitch. And pretty much, like, the pettiness was just, yeah, it was Amazing. it was really on, on for young and old. And they went down the line, and everyone was asked whether they thought that Tyra was annoying. I think the only person to say no was Raven. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. That's, that's amazing. I have to go back and do that. Like, oh. it's not, it's not. Who do you think should go home? It's like, is she annoying? Is she a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then anyway, Tyra was just going off, and she was, you know, making up stories, saying that like, if you don't, she said to me like, if you don't shut up, I'm gonna make you shut up. And they sort of looked into like the shopping spot, like we didn't say that. And anyway, a lot of drama, and then Tatiana ended up leaving before she got to the top. Mm-hmm. Three. So she went home, she was the fourth. Anyway, yeah. so um, Tatiana recently obviously had a resurgence in popularity because she was in All Stars 2. And Tyra was served a little bit of humble pie because mm-hmm. there are a lot of photos of her at DragCon this year with no one lining up for her meet and greet. And when I say no one, I mean no one. There's no one, no one, no one in that line. And she's oh, sitting like really, powerful. she's sitting really sad behind um, her desk with a giant afro wig, and just no, no one's there for that. And Google this, <laughs> it's so sad. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really, really special. But I like the like. It's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this week. Um, there was a cluster of the girls in season two books for Mary's, which is a very famous club in West Hollywood, which we've talked mm-hmm. about before because they gave Sasha Valor a lot of free burgers that she can't eat. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Morgan McMichaels, Tatiana Raven, uh, and Tyra Sanchez were booked. But for whatever reason, Tyra Sanchez was removed from the bill. I think because like just due to popular non-demand, if that's the word, that no one wanted her there. <laughs> So anyway, she took that really personally and she somehow blamed Morgan McMichael. So her revenge was to mock up this sort of obituary and she posted on Instagram faking Morgan McMichael's death. This is like insane levels of pettiness, can I just say? <laughs> like I I almost aspire to be that petty that you you hear the words fake their death and you never think that someone else has done it for you it's always like someone does it for themselves you know i want to get out of 
the debt that I have. I want to get away from the family that I have and go live with my second family. So I'm going to fake my own death. You never hear someone faking (laughs) someone else's death. (laughs) And to write a whole obituary, like, oh, it blows. That is just amazing. (laughs) And anyway, there's some layers to this and why people were so offended. Um, So, yeah, anyway, people were very upset on Instagram. But why they were upset as well, because... Dear Sahara Davenport from season two is legitimately dead. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's sad. So, yeah, yeah, she actually died. She was um, uh, Manila Luzon's boyfriend at the time. Anyway, Uh, so that's why some people are are upset. I think it went far beyond that. I think that was one of, like, 50 reasons why they were really, really upset. And anyway... Just don't joke about someone else being dead. Like, it's just not... Particularly when well, you're in a position where people are definitely going to take it seriously and you're presenting it where it doesn't look like a joke. Like, if I was, like, going to joke about you being dead, it would be, like, quite clear that it's a joke. Who's but, taking yeah. that as a joke? <laughs> Everyone would be very happy that you were dead. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so, yeah, Tatiana retaliated. She had her girl, Morgan McMichael's back. And she tweeted and Instagrammed Tyra Sanchez's personal number. Also, my favorite revenge thing to do to people is just put, um, like, when it, um, uh, old mate Kardashian, Rob Kardashian, put yeah. um, Black China. one of the. No, it wasn't Black China's, it was Kylie or Kendall, wasn't it? Oh, no. Oh, that's he put right. one of their numbers yeah. online. Oh my god! I remember MIA did that to a reporter because she didn't like what she said once. It's I I think it's hilarious to put someone's number online because really, it's it's inconveniencing, but it's not actually that damaging, and it it's just funny for a while. I think also that particular thing was a reaction to Tyra Sanchez also tweeting Tatiana's number. Did she do that too? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But my favorite part uh, of the whole saga was they actually legitimately had a fake funeral for Morgan McMichaels. And Morgan <laughs> McMichaels was actually there. Like, Raven um, was there. Like, it was just this <laughs> grand affair. And, yeah, that is the season two drama of the week. And we were discussing before how we really missed this kind of drama because this is high drama. This is not just, you know, a little bit of bitchiness. This is, like insanity finishing it off by staging the funeral is so extra yeah like, I, that is just, oh my god i wish i had friends like that in my life <laughs> um yeah i really do miss the bitchiness hey like there's no season nine everyone's so freaking polite and even when they're not polite it's sort of like they start to arc up and either then they take it down a notch because they're like oh i'm not being nice or someone else says to them you know like hey chill out and they go okay cool and that's it. And, like, I mean, that's nice. Like, I, I'm happy that everyone's a nice person and that they all get along and stuff. But, god damn, it's not good TV, is it? No, it's really not. Back to season two for a sec. Uh, as I said, I'd rewatched it during the week. And there was mm. another challenge, the makeover challenge, uh, where Tatiana won the mini challenge. So she paired everyone up. And she paired up Raven with this really beardy, kind of short, goblin-looking man. <laughs> and um, Rue was going around the room, like, talking to everyone. And Raven's like, yeah, cunt Tyra over there. She paired me with this man. Like, she was just going. <laughs> she's like, and she thinks she's going to, like, 
get one of me. No, I'm glad I have him. Like, this is this <laughs> level of, like, bitchiness, like, in the way they talk about each other that I really miss. I think it's just so funny. Um, and that, too, in the challenges, there always used to be a little bit of sabotage where people would say, oh, yeah, you know, like, that's what you do in these sorts of shows. You pick the best one for yourself and then you pick the worst one for the biggest competitor and all that sort of stuff. Or you pick yeah, the worst one for, it's you like, know, the person that you want to go home. And this yeah. season in season nine, it's been like, we all came together and sat down and discussed who would be the strongest points of blah, no. blah, blah. Yeah. Like, I think like the why only that's... time it's been like an issue is when Aja had her little like, oh, I want to be the bitchy girl, blah, blah, blah. And that got it settled like 10 seconds later and then Aja went home. <laughs> yeah. No, it's pretty bad. I Yeah. I even miss kind of like the villain character on pretty much every other season has had one. Um, even last year they had Derek Barry. Even though they're, they're <laughs> terrible, they're still like a villain, and that just makes it more entertaining. I think call him a villain. It's pretty. Well, it's the closest thing. If anything, Roxy Andrews is a villain just because she clung with her claws to that top four, and everyone knew, including her, knew she didn't deserve. <laughs> you wouldn't it. say that Alaska was the villain, or one of the villains from All Stars, if not Pippi O'Hara, obviously was the villain. Well, Fifi O'Hara is obviously the villain in everything that she does. But even that is in a great way. Like, I don't dislike Fifi O'Hara. I actually really enjoy her for the drama that she brings. Like, hang it's on, just... i got to hang up. Sorry. <laughs> We're done. I don't. We're like, done. I don't. She's not. She's obviously not a nice person, but fuck, she's yeah. entertaining, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, like, that that's is true. That's what I want to watch TV for. Yeah. And it's like, I it like almost has to be one or the other. Like, like Ravens, like. Such a bitch, but like so entertaining and like you know endearing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, and like Bianca Del Rio again, terrible. Yeah. Treated people awfully, but still was so entertaining. At the end, she that's has quite a warm it. side. Yeah, I think it that's. Sort of that. feels like everyone in season nine is not really saying what they think, and if they ever do say what they think, then everyone else kind of just shoots it down. Like you know, I think if you'd had um, Nina Bonina Brown on any other season mm. people would have torn her to shreds and yeah, i know she this, would have got like, like yeah ex- yeah com- exactly completely yeah. right people would have wouldn't have been so understanding been like oh we understand the problems and we're all here for you and then you know 11 episodes in been like oh i just i'm glad she's gone because it takes away the negativity they would have fucking torn into her and you know it's mm. It's what you kind of deserve in that case. Can I say, though, that um, all the jokes about her now that she's gone in the puppet um, challenge were pretty mm-hmm. funny. That was pretty funny. They were all said um, by Sasha Valor, yeah. Yes. One thing that I am actually upset that no one took advantage of with the puppet challenge was, um, I can't even remember, was it Shay who pulled out Alexis? Either way, whoever had Alexis should have cut the hair on that little puppet's head so that it had a big bald spot at the oh, back. Oh, that would have been... Oh, my God. Imagine how she would have reacted. <laughs> she would have got so mad, but I would have found that hilarious. Oh, they should have done that rolls comment again. Like, Pillsbury oh. for the rolls back. Gosh, I can't even. I'm glad she's gone. Her body really is amorphous, isn't it? It's very Michelin. Oh, I mean, when she was... Um, trying to direct the choreography and had that like very low cut tank top on and her little, had her some, little fat had nipple some sad yeah. boobs spilling yeah. out there they were some orangutan titties they would that's that's actually exactly what it is yeah yeah and um i don't want to i don't want to body shit i'm not about that shit but it's um 
It was an interesting choice of of attire, clothing for that yeah. day. <laughs> that is Absolutely. also another thing that annoyed me so much about her. This whole season, whenever there's been a acting or dancing or stage ish challenge you hear from her is i'm on broadway i know how to do this i can actually bring something to this blah 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 and every time she's been terrible at it exactly so long story Um, short everyone we're glad alexis is gone so we know what time it is now what time is it now josh it's time for everyone's favorite game which has retired on time bring them back Retired on time, bring them back. I was yeah, waiting for you. Now. I was wondering whether you were going to do it. <laughs> I, I took a big breath like, should I do this? Should I not do this? I think, you know what? Let's just do it. It's give the people what they want right through to the end. <laughs> um, so the category, speak of the devil, is the queens from season two. The queens from season two. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay. I mean. Are any of them going to be re- bring them back, really? Yeah, I reckon. Let's start at the bottom with the first to go home, who is Shangela. I was going to turn around and be like, oh, my God, do you really think I remember the first person who went home? <laughs> how do we forget Shangela, really? You well, just... she did come back. She came back in season three. That That is true, actually. Um, I like her. Yeah, I love um, her. I would I would actually be happy to see more Shangela. Totally. Absolutely. Bring her back. Nicole Page Brooks, who I don't even really remember and I watched the season this week. <laughs> I don't remember at all. So Let's we're time. <laughs> yeah. Mystique Summers. Just uh. for that name retired on time. Oh, okay, here's a really bad one. Sonique, who did the Lady Gaga impersonation in the very first Natch game and did a terrible Lady terrible. Gaga. Terrible. I think she actually legitimately did retire. I think she's not doing drag anymore. Oh. So oh, then well, she, there you she, go. Uh, Morgan McMichaels. <laughs> <laughs> Died on time? Yeah, I was going to say, bring him back from the dead. <laughs> well, that's really distasteful because the next one is Sahara Davenport. Oh. <laughs> Should we just skip that one? Pass. <laughs> Jessica White. <laughs> I like hey, how I'm... of all the effects <laughs> bring them back, we've done on that one yeah oh god yeah um jessica wilde the one with the big nose yeah pandora box i liked pandora box yeah i really did so i'm gonna bring it back uh tatiana she did come back tatiana did come back um i i liked her way more in all stars than yeah absolutely season two I really grew into her, and I think when I know it was, I think it was the week that she left when she did that like TLC inspired yeah. thing, which sucked because that made me love her that um that look. It was amazing. So she's pretty strong in All Stars. Like, yeah, yeah, and like sweet, but also shady, and I liked it. Yeah. So bring her back more. Bring her back again. Choice says is to bring her back. Juju B. I love Jujube. Me too. I love Jujube so much. <laughs> Bring her back. Raven. Um. I love I mean, Raven. I, I know a lot of people do, but like I never really felt that connected to Raven. And I know that um, she isn't really gone anywhere. It's not like she's out of the spotlight. She's obviously still a very well-known queen, but I'm going to say retired on time. Do you know she's doing Rue's makeup now? 
Yes, I know. And everyone got so angry about it too. But I mean. She did go quite nuts with her highlighter. Tara Sanchez. Yeah, she can retire. Yeah, retire. Um, I, I do love that uh, when she found out that she was crowned the winner, she um started hyperventilating and like collapsed. <laughs> do you remember that? Yes. It's like we were talking about last week. It was like before live um, announcements. Yeah. So they didn't do that, like film everyone thing. So it was like a genuine reaction. But it also wasn't in that it was so fucking ridiculous and over the top. Like, <laughs> what do you think you've won here? Like, was it even, was the prize even $100,000 back then? I feel like it was less. $25,000. And in America, you have to pay tax on winning um, money. So if yeah. we have any international listeners in Australia, we have a very um, If you win money, like in the lottery or on a you know reality TV show, you don't have that. It's on that. It's not income. So when we say you win two hundred fifty thousand dollars, which is all that really Australian TV shows can afford, mm. you get the full two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Whereas in America, you have to pay t- like. 48% tax on it. So if oh, the prize then oh, was $25,000, yeah, she got like, I don't know, 12K. Like, <laughs> you need to calm down. God, yeah, she really does. Um, yeah, she's she's done. I reckon. I think like this, like her career must be ruined now that she's faked <sighs> someone's death. Seriously, that's so over the top. It is freaking Did high. you see her um, alone at the photo booth? At the um, sorry, yes, the yeah, 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 yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> mm. I'm, I know, I, I feel so bad about that, but but it's funny to think about it too, because look, yes, it was season two, but she did win. Like you'd think yeah. that someone who yeah. won would have enough fans that they want to line up and get her autograph or get a picture with her, or you'd think that she was at least a winner that everyone else who's there to see other queens would still go and snap a quick picture with her, but yeah. yeah. It's Absolutely. pretty funny. Well, yeah, I didn't think I would cross the road to see her. <laughs> Me, either. even though I'm saying it right now, I'm like, nah, I, I wouldn't. Really <laughs> That's I'd like stand the, in um... line for like three hours for Sasha, but I'm not going <laughs> to like even walk up to Tyra and be like, no. Nah. That's like, because um, there's that very strange tour with Coco Montrese and uh, Alexis <sighs> Michelle coming to Australia. And yeah, I was talking to my friend before that, yeah, I, if I saw them in the bar, I would just, nah, I wouldn't say anything. I just no. get out of my way and order a drink. I think, yeah, that's. Yeah, I don't know who's going to. And then, so it's also being put on by a different events company. Mm. So all the other ones, all the other um, events that are coming out are put on by IT, ITD events, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they've got Drag Fest, which is coming up, which we're all super looking forward to. And they've got all the other um, RuPaul's Drag Race um, tours. Which is usually like two people at a time, yeah. Um, but this one, Coco Montrese and Alexis Michelle, is run by someone. Is it was it called Hey Queen Events or something? Uh, Queen Queer Events with a K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think they're fairly new. <laughs> it's like they got all the leftovers though. <laughs> like ITD went, we don't want to work with you people. <laughs> you can go find. It, it could be, yeah, because there's a. I think they're handling James Mansfield and Charlie Hyde's tours. Oh, God. Can you imagine that tour? Uh, oh, no, thanks. And they're separate tours as well. Sorry, what was that? They, they have separate tours. They're not touring together. Oh, my God. Who is going to pay? I know Charlie Hyatt has his fans, and I don't understand it, but whatever. But who's paying to just go see Jay Mansfield? Who? 
I don't know who's going to, no one's going to, literally, I can't, everyone, there's been 100% negative sentiment to me talking about Coco and Alexis's tour. Yeah. Like, literally, no one has even been like, oh, it would be funny. It's like, no, this would just be terrible. No, no one wants to say it. No one no. wants to say it at all. I am excited about Drag like how soon it's coming up, though. I still have to work out what I want to wear, but. Me too. Uh, I just, yeah, I'm like legit actually like super excited about it. That whole weekend is going to be so much fun. Like with um, trivia and the drag fest and then second trivia. And then maybe recording our podcast in a like (laughs) booth that sounds good. (laughs) That would be interesting. And we should like record a rap song while we're there as well. (laughs) Yes, totally. A hundred percent. Who would go to the Cookie Matrice tour? Not me, not me. I'd rather lick a sewer. Wow! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Wow, I didn't, yeah. Mm. Roxy Andrews, look out, you got some competition. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) (laughs) So that was fun. I can't compete with that. that. Was just no. Um, yes. Yeah, so. We should probably so, end on that note. End, <laughs> end on that note. I can't even. I can't even not laugh at that. I'm just gonna have that on repeat. That's gonna be our like. Episodes. Oh my god. <laughs> but okay. So yes. Before we go. So there's um. You've had your Melbourne trivias. Have you had both Melbourne trivias now, or is the second one? Uh, no, we have a third one on July 6th. So we've got There's a third one. A yep. month to the day, I believe. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. It is. So is, is that one sold out yet? No, it's not sold out, but it's almost sold out. So yeah. get, your, right. get your claws on it. All your little Melbunnies get in there straight away. And then Sydney's also got another one on sale, too. It does, yeah, and there is capacity for anyone who wants to get in on that. Excellent. So I will even rap yeah. with a free, you know, a free <laughs> rap with your chair. So if you missed out on Sydney Drag Race trivia, get top two in and buy um, tickets to the second round, which is happening on the Sunday, which is the twenty fifth. Yes, yes, about yes. Right. yeah. And then we've got Brisbane, Adelaide. The rest of them happening? Do they have dates? Did we talk about this? They do, but I, I can't. Um, I can't. So yeah, it's crap. on the wraps. Uh-huh. <laughs> keep, keep an ear to the ground. Keep ears to the ground because there will be more dates. And then, um, yeah, that's all the Josh guys just making up. Be confident if ones, I'll be there. But that's, you know, if anyone wants to line up and take a photo with me, because <laughs> I can't re- imagine why you wouldn't. Recreate this, the um, Tyra Sanchez booth. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just me sitting there looking sad. With a texter, like, ready to sign. <laughs> just completely poisoning her, like, what can I have for you? Yeah, no. Um, yeah. But you're playing, aren't you? I am. I'm going to play trivia. Um, I am pretty scared about it, to be honest. But we'll see how it goes. And we've got some good people on the team too. And I did say I was going to go back and watch it all, but um, I haven't done so yet. So if I'm going to do that before the 22nd, I really have to cram. Yeah. Um, which I can do. You know, my ability to watch Netflix is truly incredible. 
Well, you're already off to a flying side because it's not actually on Netflix. It's on Stan. That is a good point. (laughs) My ability to watch streamed TV of all sorts is um, on another level, but yes. You just can't have any questions from season one because season one is not on Stan. It starts at season two. Um, Not that I think you'll have any questions from season one. We don't have a um, partnership with Stan, so... <laughs> we can ask. So what you're we saying want. is, I should illegally download things. Is that what you're saying? You're promoting the piracy of yeah. this show that we love. Um. Yes, that's literally <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. And Josh, you know what? I can take away gift. points just as much as I can give them. So yeah, let's <laughs> not start. <this> <laughs> um. And what do you think they're going to do show-wise? Like, I know you and I talked about this, um, last week, not on the show, but uh, so. We're obviously down to final four now. So what do you reckon is mm. going to happen? Next week will be final three, like someone will get eliminated. And yeah. then they'll do a bullshit catch up where are mm. they now episode and then yeah. announce the winner. I reckon. I reckon that's what's going to happen. That's what's happened every other year. Mm. Ah, yeah. Did I'm, you vote I'm for Miss Congeniality? I did. I voted Who did you vote? So did I. Yeah. Well, she deserves it. She's yeah. so lovely and adorable. Yeah. Yeah. So I think she'll win that too. But yeah. I'm I'm putting it out there now. If they do that bullshit catch up episode, let's not do an episode that week because no. fuck that show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no point catching up on a catch up. No, but we'll do a mega episode for the finale and to cover Dragfest and it will be great. Yeah, it will be epic. And hopefully sound amazing. Holly, let us <laughs> record in your studio we yeah, promise bye. to respond to all your holiday snaps <laughs> and port dogs <laughs> um all right i think uh i think we've talked through almost everything we can talk through drag race for this week mm-hmm. so i guess we'll just leave you um on this quick you know beat down rap from josh go i can't be put on the spot <laughs> give me a queen give me a queen <laughs> I said beat down instead of breakdown. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> We're the whitest people in the world. It's fine. Um, um, thanks for tuning in, guys. Oh, I was going to do a rap. You were Oh, you were legit going to do one? Yeah, I was, I was waiting right. for the queen. Do one about Laganja. Oh, well, I was just thinking about Tyra Sanchez. Do one about Tyra Sanchez. I was just trying to see what you would rhyme with Laganja, really. But no. Do you want about Tyra Sanchez? Tyra Sanchez, alone at the booth. And <laughs> I really don't like how her lip curls over a tune. <laughs> we have talked about her lips before. <laughs> Holy shit, that was so bad. Oh. <laughs> If you guys want to talk to us and tell Josh how bad he's at rapping, um, Hayden Podcast on Twitter and at hatingpodcast at gmail.com. And you guys just keep on hating on. Keep on hating on. Bye. Bye. <laughs>